Hi, I'm Matt. Hi, Mabel. And I'm Mitch. And you're listening to Sex Ed and Chill. Today we're talking about Zach and Miri make a porno. Uh, and our topic for today is anal sex. <laughs> um, so to give a bit of an overview of the movie, for those who haven't watched it, uh, Zach and Miri are high school friends and housemates and they make a porno. That's it. Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously shenanigans happens, but we'll get to that. Uh, and of course there's like a romantic subplot oh yes mainly it is a late 2000s romantic com- r-rated romantic comedy about hell porn yeah hell yeah perfect for us i think yeah. uh canadian you- comedy and according cast yes uh what did y'all think about this movie uh, every every movie we watch like this i'm just like eh, it's just good fun like yeah simple. it's like keeps it simple and there's just easy like setups for gags and yeah, I forget, Mitch. Have you watched this before? No, nah, never seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It had been a long time since I watched it. I probably yeah, watched too. it when it came out. So I think watching it, I kept kind of just being surprised by how full on it was. Yeah, I don't right? know. I kind of kept yeah. forgetting. <laughs> Yeah, I also feel like it was a particular era in comedy where being shocking was like a high value thing. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely some, yeah. there's definitely some stuff in it that has not aged well. There's some stuff in it that's fine. I'm not saying it's all bad, but there are definitely a few things where I was like, oh, we should just remove that bit, I think. I think it was mostly a good time. Yeah. Um, at the thing I mentioned before, before we started recording, like I was watching this on a train ride um, <laughs> and with with another person in the room with me and it very much just felt most of the time that I was watching porn on my laptop <laughs> yeah, and that I had yeah. to hide it from yeah. the other person in the room and so I think like it was mostly a good fun time but sometimes it was just like oh I'm watching porn right now <laughs> yeah probably one of the worst movies for your parents to walk in while you're watching yeah, it I would say definitely. definitely like high on the list of those movies those porn scenes like... if you're like yeah I was especially gonna say, if you're watching they it on a laptop because yeah. it's it's just like it just looks it's exactly like suspicious porn. yeah and those scenes go on forever too like someone's got their tits yeah. out or something like that and like they drag on and that's for like the cringe factor i feel like this movie is like like the beginning of like the cringe comedy i feel like yeah, yeah. and they definitely uh definitely i mean there's like one that. particular scene that's really trying to get you to cringe uh but i'm yeah. sure we'll come to that um <laughs> it's kind of like it's an interesting setup even if it is a bit kind of of a bad idea about why people go into porn. Zach and Miri, uh, they are not earning enough money and mm-hmm. Zach seems to spend money on things he doesn't need. Uh, and so they need money to pay their bills and uh, they meet uh, a, a porn star at their high school reunion. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, they get the idea, we should make a porno to pay our bills. Uh, yeah. But I... the, the, the movie it... like really sets them like at rock bottom like yeah really, like, they really like try to like make you feel they're like, burning yeah. shit in their living room yeah. to stay yeah. warm yeah they got is... a bonfire in their living room like, <laughs> yeah. yeah but like but like the reason that he couldn't pay their electricity bill or any of their bills was like he like just impulse bought a flashlight yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and he'd bought skates the week before all all important purchases <laughs> yeah it really like it really i mean you can't think about it too much because really like it doesn't seem like they need to make a porno for money. Like they have mm. jobs and if they just like manage their money, like for sure. And like a normal person. The mm. fact that Miri got roped into this, despite it was being Zach's month to pay rent and he blew his own money on things he didn't need. So yeah, it's all down to him really. Mm-hmm. I thought it was also like it, it jumped really quickly. Cause I think when they were talking about the idea, 
I felt like they were going to make something much more amateur, you know, like yeah, the two of them. Too. It just sounded like they were going to make a porno with the two of them. But then they started like, you know. Getting... I wonder if this is maybe before the kind of the amateur boom, right? Like, because now it's yeah, like maybe. most porn, I would say, is like self-produced. But I think yeah. maybe in 2008, we hadn't quite got there yet. The internet wasn't quite fast enough yet to support <laughs> the, you know, the hosting your own porn on Pornhub industry. Um yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they but talk about a... distributing it as a tape, which I think also places this movie in a yeah. particular time yeah, period. True. Yeah. <sighs> That's yeah. true. But so then they get like a whole cast together, a cast of mm. three together. And then it kind of also just makes me question like, do they still have to star in their own? Yeah, exactly. Make... They should just be the producers oh. and the directors. Like, no, actually, they okay. did address this because um their tar- like one of their biggest target audiences oh, yeah. was their like high school alumni oh, <laughs> and so they had to be in it just so that people would w- be interested in watching this porno yeah yeah okay uh, there's also a subplot sense. that miri was filmed while getting changed and wearing some less than amazing underwear oh. and that's been oh my spread across the internet which you know it feels like that was probably a bit of a topical thing right like unintentional virality being kind of a new concept in 2008 yeah um, true but it was yeah. ahead of its time like being famous on the internet for something niche yeah like, she, granny pants is what she's known for yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah um the cast the whole casting scene is quite fun uh it's just to, like yeah getting the gang back together like, it's I like a like heist we, movie right yeah, like it's when they're yeah. assembling their team yeah. and you've got like bubbles who can blow bubbles with her vagina i think is the implication yeah. uh you've got lester who can get a boner really quickly you've got barry who's just a bit of a twink i think was what and he's like clearly a musical theater kid um and then you got stacy who's a stripper i didn't like that scene because there was kind of this implication that all strippers would be down to do porn which is definitely not the case um but yeah it was quite fun them casting everybody Mm -hmm. yeah yeah anyone have like a personal favorite from the the cast i mean i like bubbles i like the fact that she's (laughs) just like i you know i'm a pro at this i'm just (laughs) Last episode, we were talking about fun porn titles, and there's a whole bit in the middle of this movie where they're trying to come up with a title for their porn, and we get a lot of really good lines. I'm sure they had a lot of fun on set just coming up with those. Uh, Yeah. Although my favourite one is Cocunt, (laughs) which is a parody (laughs) of Cocoon. (laughs) I don't know why it makes me laugh so much, mostly because Mira is like, ew, no. (laughs) That was the only one she said no to. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, but they they end up going with uh, Star Wars, which I think is a classic. Uh, mm-hmm. They put together what looks like some great sets and some fun props and costumes, and then they all get destroyed because <sighs> the person they rented the space off was lying to them. That is probably, I think I found that, like, the most emotional part of this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, was, it was such a good, they had such a good thing set up. Like, the yeah. story and, like, the characters and the costumes and, like, mm-hmm. the montage that they had filmed before. It was, like, so good that I'm just sad. Like, I'm still sad that we never get to see it. We didn't get I'm to just, see that. I'm still really sad. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, there's that period in all of these sorts of movies where they're like, oh, we can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, yada 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 and then uh they realized that because zach and uh his mate work at a coffee shop and they're just going to film it in the coffee shop coffee shop does it swallow my cockachino which is not particularly enticing as porn titles go 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, like the only reason they have a camera still is because his boss needed mm-hmm. to put a secret camera on him because he was such a bad employee. And so, as proven by the fact that he was like, let's film a porno after hours at oh my, my workplace. I hope, like, they, I hope they clean that store like, after they're done. No. Imagine, oh, imagine going to that cafe. <laughs> I love that scene where the guy walks into the store while they're filming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drunk out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> and he that was. Just- does not register. Well, oh, yeah, he's drunk out of his mind. He's like, I need a coffee to keep me awake while I drive home, which is <laughs> a little questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they film a porn, a porno all throughout this, right? There's this like undercurrent of maybe like oh, their feelings between Zach and Miri. Like they're very like yeah. buddy, buddy most of the time. But then every now and again, something will happen where they like, you know, like it gets a little like, oh, what's that? <laughs> um and you can see that like when they're planning it zach when he's writing the script he miri only has sex with him and she's Mm -hmm. like wait why am i only having sex with you you're having sex with like multiple people um and so there's this like romantic plot line all the way through uh they end up having sex on camera and the funniest thing about that is like for them it's like this mind-blowing moment and everybody else is just like this is really fucking boring (laughs) yeah Yeah. and they're also like they're also like and that's it they're done now like what are we supposed to finish on our tits or something yeah yeah um yeah and then, you know, feelings get complicated after they've had sex and then Zach storms out uh, and, like, bails on the whole production. Um, and then we it's like a time jump. Three months later, Three months. he gets, like, contacted by his friend and being like, you need to come look at this film because we can't finish it. <laughs> and, and that's when they, like, discuss the fact that the video of him and Miri having sex is super boring. It's just, like... <laughs> missionary not a lot of movement going on no good camera angles yeah um, but shout out to his friend this is like one of the best matchmaking uh plots oh, yeah. in, in a movie like you have to come back finish like you know what i'm saying yeah i think one of my like <laughs> least favorite parts is this whole back and forth when they're in a fight about it and they're both kind of like oh you know i do have feelings for you but you slept with her and he's like and now you slept with him so we can't be together now because you slept with this other person and you can't take it back and then the solution is like don't worry i didn't actually sleep with them as though that was ever actually a problem like what the hell can we get over this bullshit yeah it was pretty like they're literally making a porno like I don't know. You'd think yeah. there needs to be a certain level of maturity going on in that situation, but I mean, they established that before they started. Like, if we after we have sex, like it's gonna be cool. It's just like for the money. Oh yeah, you can say yeah. that. That doesn't yeah. mean yeah. that's what's gonna happen, though. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing about that whole thing, though, right? Like, so there is this big fallout because they have like a party before uh one of the last days of filming and mm. stacy asks miri like hey i've got a scene with zach tomorrow i'm a little nervous would you mind if i gym tonight just to like you know de-stress about it and she like she does the worst thing right where she like makes it a test and you should yeah. never yeah. you should never test people that's not a healthy it's like, thing because it's like yeah it's bullshit for what's going on with her and zach but it's also like so shit for stacy because she's re- being really earnest she's like because i because it seems like there was maybe some feelings between you guys and, and yeah. she kept being like are you sure are you super sure because like i don't want to upset yeah. you 
And so they say, like, and then if Stacey has to find out later that, like, she was part of a test and that it did upset her, like, that would suck. Yeah, it's toxic. It's toxic emotional manipulation yeah. and we're not here for it. It's not good communication and that's what this oh. podcast's all about, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go off into a bedroom. We find out later that they don't sleep together, um, but Miri thinks they do and that causes the big fight the next day and yeah. Zach storms off. Um, but then, so three months later, Delaney like grabs uh zach and is like you've got to come see this movie and then they basically it's like an intervention you need to go talk to this girl because you're clearly deeply in love with her um and then they do and it's very you know classic rom-com ending i'm kind of also i'm I'm a little disappointed that this movie tries to make this big distinction but like they even say it um with like the difference between like fucking and making love and Mm. like i think at some point zach's talking about how like oh you know we were supposed to fuck on camera but we ended up making love and and what we get is this really kind of like boring, intimate, kissing, missionary sex, which is fine. But especially like mm-hmm. before that, him and Mary were talking about like, oh, like you better act like it's good. And mm-hmm. and he's like, no, I know what I'm doing. Like I know where the clit is. Like I can do some stuff. And then we yeah. don't see any like actual fun sex happen. Like there's no real foreplay. It's, it's just, literally like, missionary him, like, straight in. It in. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even look like he gets a hand to it or anything. Like it's just... No. <laughs> It's, it's that so, miracle um, of movie sex where everything is just perfectly aligned and it just goes straight in. <laughs> yeah, and so I kind of hate that it sort of implies that, you know, there's like the porn fucking version of sex that's yeah. just like hooking up or whatever. And then there's like, well, if you're in love, you just need to look into each other's eyes and then you'll get wet and the penis will go in and then you'll both orgasm. At exactly the same moment. That's how <laughs> sex works. No. <laughs> in this regard, porn is more accurate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, terrible. Yeah. Because I uh, I would have loved if they still had like really hot animated sex with like all the bells and whistles and like mm-hmm. that was them falling in love with each other. I don't yeah. know. I feel like that would have been more fun. Because at one point, like Zach is going on about how he loves to eat pussy and I'm like, yeah, show that. Why aren't we seeing that on camera? Oh, yeah. there, like there was, there was, no- there was nothing. <laughs> there yeah. Was nothing. Yeah, we did get some pegging though, which I feel like was probably pretty edgy in 2008. Yeah. I wonder if the term pegging had even been like coined yet, because that's like a relatively new term. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing, like, um, because then, oh, what's her name? The one who was pegging? Bubbles. 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 Yeah. Sorry. How how could I forget bubbles? Um, but then she's talking to Mary and she's like, Oh, like I have I have some extra lube left over from yesterday, like in yeah. case you think you need it. Um and so for one thing, I think it's weird that on a porn set, like there's not just like lube available. Like to buckets of lube. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there's also this this weird like Mary's kind of looking romantically at Zach and being like, I don't think I'll need I it. I don't think I'll need <laughs> it. I'm not I mean... gonna need it. <laughs> God. and yeah. again just like based on the type of sex they had i'm like lube helps like even if it just just add lube just add lube <laughs> just, just you have to lube. you have to go way overboard before you've added too much yeah you're not wrong <laughs> yeah i'm such yeah. a strong advocate for lube i was talking to a friend about it recently and she was like nah she was honestly watching this movie it was like deja vu because my mm. friend was also like i just don't need it like i just don't think i need it and i'm like yeah i don't need it but I like uh, it. But it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
The other sex scene that we see uh, that is worth talking about because it maybe inspired our topic for this episode mm-hmm. is uh, uh, at one point Lester and uh, Stacy are oh. doing some anal sex. Um, and before the scene starts, um, Stacy and Zach are talking and she's like, uh, I'm a little constipated. And Zach is like, oh, like, we don't have to film it tonight. We can film it another day if you want. And she's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> Anal is actually really good for loosening you up, which obviously, you know, you knew what was going to happen the moment that that line got dropped in. Yeah. Um, and so we get this shot where they're having some ale sex and the camera guy for some reason because he's been doing very boring shots up until this point <laughs> yeah but for this from scene like across the room from yeah. across the room in Gets this scene the- he mm-hmm. literally is underneath them um and this is when zach storms off set and he slams the door and the surprise of the door slamming leads lester to pull out and our poor cameraman ex-white nationalist what's his name deacon uh he gets a face full of poop uh wow it is one of those moments that it's just like you do laugh because it's so shocking, even if it is also disgusting. It's horrific. Yeah. I completely yeah. forgot about this scene, even though I know this is our topic. But like, as you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's over so quickly. And yet I will never forget. I it's like she's... one of the things I remember about this movie. A lot of other stuff I had forgotten. But that moment was something that I think is always in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. God. But yeah, I mean, maybe that's a good segue, unless there's anything else anybody wants to talk about in this particular movie. No, I think we could. We, we can, can move on. Delve further into this. Alien yeah. Topic. Because yeah. of this, we were like, let's talk about anal sex. I think. Uh, I think this is probably. I wonder if anybody was like turned off anal sex because of this. I mean, it's a thing that you hear about, right? Like, is people are worried about it being messy or dirty or whatever and i mean look it's anal sex you're putting stuff into the butt like there is always the risk of shit happening Um, but there is many things you can do to prepare that minimizes your risk being constipated is probably a time to like avoid anal sex i would say (laughs) for the reason i think having any sort of like gi issues personally i'm just like not a great anal time you know? <laughs> not time, not right now. Maybe... Wait until your systems are a little more, you know, in balance. Optimized. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll put some links in the show notes for some good videos from Sex Explanations all about anal sex. I don't think we need to explain to people how to have it. Yeah, Lube this isn't is... going to be like an anal 101 or anything. No, but it's. <laughs> I think what's interesting is to talk about anal in the context of porn, given that that's what this movie is kind of about um i uh i did a little bit of research oh yeah i found this uh i found this really interesting paper that was looking it was comparing uh so it it got a a big group of people and it compared the things they saw in porn with the things they actually did in real life which i found like a quite an interesting um uh comparison and it's not all about anal like uh they found that kissing male orgasm female orgasm and condom use was significantly less prevalent in porn than they were in people's actual experiences which is good um uh but uh anal sex 
and fellatio blowjobs were significantly more prevalent in porn than in people's recent sexual experiences which was interesting i kind of expected the anal sex side of things to be like you know yeah. more of a fantasy less of a reality but fellatio it, that one surprised me i guess um and they said there was no significant differences between uh cunnilingus uh, or sex toy use which is interesting. So the oh, amount of sex toy use and cunnilingus you see in porn is the amount that happens in real life, at least in this study. I thought that was quite an interesting. Uh, that is interesting. Set of data, because um, I think there's. I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I feel like there's a discourse around the idea that uh, more men, especially, are like expecting anal. In, in at least in like heterosexual relationships because it is more prevalent in porn and it's become a thing that seems like everybody does even if that's not necessarily the case yeah i think well i do think like anal does seem to have become more mainstream and that and that's true for i think for a couple of things that have shown up in porn a lot like i think there's a few things hmm. that are just yeah like you said just more expected hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I don't like. I'm curious. I'm curious if if it's sort of like different in like casual sex hookup spaces versus relationships because I think yeah. there's still also this sort of like this expectation that like the girl that you want to have I don't know crazy wild sex with isn't the person isn't the girl that you want to be in a relationship with. See, that's interesting because I also found a paper that was just looking at like. Um the prevalence of anal sex and other activities but in regards to anal sex specifically they were saying that i think it was like 68 percent of the women who had engaged in anal sex had done so in a committed relationship mm -hmm. rather than as a casual which does, hookup which does make more sense to me but so i'm kind of curious whether like guys that expect it and ask for it like and may get turned down for it like i wonder mm. if there's more of this like expectation to ask for it um but they probably get turned down in a kind yeah. of like casual setting. But in terms of like yeah. the women that end up saying yes, like it makes a lot of sense that most people, if not all, wouldn't really engage in anal sex outside of like a more trusting, well-known. Well, yeah, yeah. If, especially if it's not something you've done very much of, you don't want to be just doing that with some random who doesn't. Yeah, well, I was going to say, in. I'm a guy, and I can't imagine myself doing that with like on a one-night stand or something like that. Like, I can't yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's different in the queer community uh, because mm -hmm. that is one of the big activities that people get up to. Yeah. Um, but definitely amongst the straights, I think it's a it's more risque, and I mean it is also a more risky activity uh, yeah. in terms of STI transmission. Uh, oh yeah. Just yeah. because uh, the rectum is like not really designed for that even though it's very good at it <laughs> yeah. uh, and there's just higher risks of transmitting and um receiving stis through anal sex just because the likelihood of like small tears in the rectum and stuff like that means that there's and then the bacteria fluids. that's already there getting in the tears yeah. and, and i feel like in all the porn you never see like well you were saying this before like the use of condoms and like anal together i, I don't think i've ever seen up like watched porn with someone doing anal with a condom on and like yeah it's not very I, common condoms in general are really absent in porn which is yeah. i think part of the reason that so many men feel entitled to be asking for yeah. sex without condoms it's like no but i do think again like not heaps but i do, i am seeing like more condoms in porn and the fact that i'm not like specifically yeah. looking for it and seeing it seems like a good sign 
Is that because yeah. it's more of like the amateur side of it that we were talking about, maybe? I don't know. Potentially. Mm-hmm. I think also, you know, norms change and expectations change. Like, yeah. as much as, you know, this, we talk a lot about the lack of sex education and that being a problem on this podcast. I think that sex ed is getting better over time, right? Like, it's not yeah. as bad as it was 30 years ago. Um, and I think there is just more familiarity with things than there probably used to be and so maybe mm-hmm. it's just kind of more normal uh, yeah. but it's also an interesting discussion because like porn inherently is about a fantasy right and like i probably come down on the side where they should be wearing condoms because it's modeling good behavior and it sets the norm but i can also see the argument that it's like well it's just a fantasy it doesn't need to reflect real life unfortunately oh yeah i mean there's a lot of stuff like i mean so like that's what that's what i think i mean it wasn't really focused on in the movie but I think it was almost like a bit implicitly highlighted that like shots that make good porn aren't necessarily shots that make good sex, you know? Oh, and so sure. I feel like not, mm-hmm. you know, and not just condom use, but like so many like positions and like different things that look really hot aren't actually as good as they look. You know? No, they're probably deeply uncomfortable for the performers <laughs> yeah. just because you need the camera angle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So not just condoms, like the whole thing is just designed for like, yeah, fantasy and aesthetic and yeah, mm. looking good. Um, Another one, given that we talked about Barry and Bubbles' scene with a bit of pegging, mm. always mm-hmm. fun to see. Um, I actually found this paper called A Qualitative Study of Heterosexual Men's Attitudes Towards and Practices of Receiving Anal situ- Stimulation. So yeah. uh, dudes getting their butts touched, straight dudes getting their butts touched, and they were like... Uh, the 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 authors sound like surprised. They were like, participants did not stigmatize sexual pleasure derived from anal play, challenging cultural narratives that conflate anal receptivity with being gay, which is kind of nice. Like this was in 2020, so it's relatively recent. Yeah, uh, cool. and it's nice to know there's a bunch of straight dudes out there that are cool and know that like getting a little finger yeah. up their butt doesn't make them gay. Try I it, guys. It, you never yeah, know. Yeah, I might remember love it. being. It was still like I remember when I was younger, like probably even just like late teens or like early 20s like pretty close to high school still like I think some girls were like still with their high school boyfriends either because they were still in high school or because it was close to it yeah um and there was still so much just like conversation amongst the girls about like whether they did or didn't play with the guy's butt or like whether the guy asked for it or wanted it or was open to it or something Mm. and so there was so much just like behind the scenes discussions about like what people were doing with their partners and whether like their their guy would let them touch their butts or not. Um, I mean, I love the implication there that there's those women were being like, I want to touch his butt, but he won't yeah. let yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think as I like, I think at the time there was just like much more conversation about like, like pleasurable zones for men and like what, mm. you know, what to do to make things better and like whether or not they are going to like it. Mm. Um, and so there were all these discussions of like women who had tried or women who were thinking about it, but not sure how to like bring it up with the guy or something. Mm. And yeah. I think like, kind of positively over time it seemed like the ones that did try like most of the time the guys were cool with it Mm. and it was kind of everyone was like so afraid of broaching the subject and again everyone was like very young and so their communication about sex was not great not as open (laughs) um but it mostly seems to turn out great yeah definitely seems at the time because you definitely see movies like like when the woman partner in a heterosexual relationship, like they spank the partner and it's like played for shocks or mm. like degrading and stuff like that. And like heaps of comedies and like that. So it definitely feels like, as you're saying, all the time. And yeah, why not? Like, 
just in just feel everything I don't know yeah, yeah give it a go actually, yeah I'm actually thinking like because like just I wonder in terms of the fact that so many people I knew were starting to talk about it I'm also now remembering it did start showing up in like movies a lot more yeah. like I think mm-hmm. there were so many movies where the joke was like oh like when a guy's taking too long to come just like stick a finger in his butt which oh, what isn't... movie was that <laughs> there's a, it's a scene in a um in like a sperm donation clinic I, f- I feel like I vi- vividly remember oh, it. Really? I can't remember what movie it is though mm-hmm. but yeah I would definitely say that that is definitely a thing that's happened in movies that popped up heaps and so then I think it got into like I mean everyone's mind but I think a lot of like women's minds of like oh should I be like and like a couple of things like I think this is what's interesting about um what media can do like once things start mm. showing up as jokes in tv shows and movies I think both like you know the idea of sticking a finger up his butt and also like um like playing with balls more and like licking balls like that started being a thing that was talked about a lot more in movies mm. again always kind of like as an off-handed joke yeah. but then I think it just enters public discourse of like oh should I be paying more attention mm-hmm. to the test tool should I be paying more attention to the butt and like all of a sudden it like enters mainstream yeah and it's culture. like <laughs> I think we're going through a similar thing or at least I maybe we've already gone through in the last couple of years the kind of the big discussion about like rimming right like mm. like eating ass is was like the topic of conversation for a couple of years there um I think maybe we're on the downhill side of that and it has become just like a normal thing to discuss mm. and mm-hmm. put in the repertoire I guess um <laughs> but yeah it's interesting how how that can happen yeah and I think it sort of goes through this sort of like educational cycle where something pops up in media and then mm. people a lot of people kind of take it as gospel for a while. They're like, oh, like this is the ultimate thing, you know, like anal sex or like sticking fingers up us or whatever. Mm. And then there's a bit of a lag before people realise like, oh, not everyone loves this. Like I still have to actually like check that my partner is into this. Yeah. And like not even in the positive way. Like I think there was so much media that was like, guys want anal sex, but girls don't want to do it, you know, and this Mm. idea that like, why would a woman like anal sex like there's nothing for them it's like no it's a lot of nerve endings so so there's all these things like no women wants to do it and so you Mm. have to find the woman that like lets you do it Mm. and now I think people are finally realizing that like some women do like anal sex not everyone (laughs) (laughs) just like literally everything else (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe one of the high watermarks for the like the cultural discussion of uh, men receiving anal stimulation was the Broad City episode where yeah. uh, Abby gets asked to peg the guy that she's seeing. I love that episode, and I it's think about it episode. all the time. I yeah, about it all the time. I mean, classic Alana is like just so positive and excited about this new experience for Abby. And I think that's kind of, it's a nice vibe, right? It's like, oh my God, yes, you should absolutely do this. Here are all the reasons you should. Let's talk about mm. it. Um, Anal sex is such a like, it's been on the outer so long, you know? Like it, it was something that I think was just like, you know, kind of reserved for the queer community, but then like a taboo for like the hetero community, but then like weirdly in in like the religious community because it was like oh, the loophole, loophole. the loophole was the loophole yeah oh god's loophole oh, I'll, like... I'll put the garfunkel and oates song uh the loophole in the show notes if you haven't seen it it's great <laughs> i haven't i haven't seen it 
but like even even in like straight couples it was always like oh she's on her period so that means anal you know like it was oh, always like really they wow. were, oh wow. yeah you... i've never experienced that was that. definitely a thing that was Jesus. definitely definitely a thing um, i've also definitely heard the trope that it's like well we've tried everything else in the bedroom so like let's yeah. do anal to try and reawaken our sex life and like that's probably not a bad idea like it's always good to try new things but i hate the like defeatist way it's discussed it's like mm. well it's mm. like last resort it's like let's have a baby because we've we've got nothing else to talk about in our marriage it's like mm. let's have <laughs> sex because we've got nothing else to do in our sex life it's like the and last not because option. either of us are interested in doing it also yeah. i feel like skip it like i feel like there's steps before like if we're talking about doing anal as in like having penetrative anal sex like there's yeah. a few steps you can do before that to yeah you don't go straight in this explanation video is very good about that particular point i think my favorite tip that she gives is just a little taster for the episode is plan it out so you know when you're going to be doing it but also plan the second time you're going to try it so that there's no pressure on the first time because you don't want to be putting yourself under pressure when doing new sex stuff yeah Hmm. um no but actually i was so i was talking to i was actually talking to a friend about this recently and i'm kind of interested in your opinion so she's of the strong opinion that like she will never um she she will never let a guy have anal sex with her unless she can peg him first. And she has like she has like a hard rule about it because she, and and, with, and to an extent I agree because she's like um I think a lot of the time guys take for granted that that's you know something they can do without ever even acknowledging the possibility that they could have anything done to their butt. Yeah. 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 Um, And also, like, you know, it's not actually that big of a deal, but like, it is a form of sex that takes a bit more prep and can be more uncomfortable, right? Like, it is, it is, you know, it's, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's like the next skill level up, right? Like, it's not (laughs) vanilla boring sex, it's like another skill level up. And, uh, (laughs) I think there are some guys who are just like, yeah, you just like put it in, like I see in porn. And it's like, no, stop, slow down. yeah um but like I don't think I would necessarily be as hardline about it because I think there's still like again like not everyone is gonna mm. like anal sex so I don't know yeah. if it's really fair to like mandate it I don't know especially like if, if you're someone that is into it mm. then I don't think the guy has to be into receiving it if he's not, you know, is, like, yeah. I don't is, there, is there an opinion that they have to try it at least once, or it's like a constant thing of it? They're going to keep up. Her try it at least once, and I think, and so I agree with this point that I think she just thinks um, it's a way of like opening their mind more about like what sex can be in a heterosexual relationship, and that it doesn't sure. always have to be like the woman receiving anything. So I'm like all pro that, but I think there's personally, I think there's probably like other ways of doing it that don't mean like you have to be pegged necessarily. Well, yeah, I think going straight to pegging, like, again, as you said, there are many steps before that, that could be tried. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with the idea of yeah. having it as a, like, like you should try it at least once. Cause you're expecting me to try it, especially if she hasn't yeah. done it before. I would also say that like, she's also setting up a situation where the guy's like, yeah, all right, you can put a finger at my butt. And then she does that and then I don't know it feels obligated to now do butt stuff even if yeah. she doesn't like it it's like yeah. I, it, it's making it very transactional which I think yeah. is the problem which I it, think right? is risky in sex yeah it's like it's yeah. not really like a trade deal yeah and it shouldn't be like, a trade 
Yeah. Yeah, because then you like you're never like obligated to like uphold your end of the bargain. You know, like there's exactly. no point. Like you can always you can always say no. Mm. Um, and so there's no situation where like you have to do something just because. I think it'd be better phrased as like, oh yeah, you want to do that? That's fine. We should both explore some anal play and see if we like it. Yeah. That that I think would be a better framing than I will if you will. Yeah, exactly. Make it collaborative, not competitive. Come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. I'll do mine if you do yours. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a just a little discussion about anal sex, I guess. I don't know if we covered anything super important, but like it's a big topic, right? Like pretty it's... broad. We could always come back to like something more specific. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, I think like going back to like the scene from the movie, I think, like you said, like I mean, obviously with anal sex, you're you're putting something in the place where poo comes out and where poo lives. So like risk of poo is there. But I don't know. I think a lot of people watch movies and stuff and then come out with the impression that like every time you have anal sex, you're going to have like diarrhea come out like, like yeah. in this movie. Which is not. And that, yeah, that's a misconception. Like yeah. I think there is plenty of anal sex that happens without any poo happening. Yeah. Also, if you like know your body and you know you poop every day at like 9.30 in the morning, maybe you don't have anal sex at 9 30 in the morning or if you want to at 9 30 in the morning there are steps you can take to like prep so that that's less of an issue yeah um, yeah there is a misconception that you kind of need to prep and like clean yourself out and that's not true if you've got a reasonably good diet with enough fiber in it then that's not necessarily the case although you can yeah. do that if the cleanliness factor is something you're really worried about that's a way of like removing that barrier if you want to yeah hmm mm-hmm. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Anal sex, give it a go. You never know, you might like it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's one of the truly gender neutral forms of sex, which is You're beautiful. Right. Everybody can have something in their butthole. Which except, should if be they like... do, except if they don't have a butthole, which is true that there are some people who don't have buttholes that I want to be discriminatory in that sense. Sorry, not everybody oh, can. Oh, I was going to pull you up on that. Yeah, thanks, man. Wow. Keep, <laughs> keeping me honest. <laughs> Yeah, cool. 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 That's the time for some trivia. Got a little bit of trivia today. Oh, yeah. All right. Are we ready? I'm ready. Hmm. Matt, yes. All right. First question. Which character had to hide a tattoo of the name of director Kevin Smith's daughter on their back by flipping a tie over their shoulder? Oh, all right. Are we giving character or actor? Character. (sighs) Oh, either or, whatever's easiest for you. No, I mean, like, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they had a tattoo of um, the daughter's name on their back, but I'm sure. Uh, okay. I can explain um, it after we give the answer. Do you, do you know the story? I don't know the story, but I can explain why it would have happened. Oh, okay. Uh, Mabel, you good? Yeah. Uh, you can go first. I mean, I just, was it Zach? <laughs> no, it was Lester, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, it was Lester, yeah. That makes more sense. Let's hear the uh, story. Well, uh Carrie Muse, who plays Lester, he was mm-hmm. in um he was in Clarks and Jane Silent Bob and Dogma, who was all filmed by uh Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. So I assume that he met his daughter on set. Uh that would be my assumption about what how, how that how that came about. 
Hmm. Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're together. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird seeing Jay without long hair, though, in this film. Also, I thought you'd get that, Mabel, because he very like the 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 bit in the question about the tie. Mm. I know. Because it was such a oh, weird moment in that scene yeah, it was when he fire. like when he got undressed, he like flipped the okay. tie and then like shimmied his pants down. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's what happened. Here's what happened, guys. I thought you said. Oh no. I thought you said he flipped a tie up over his shoulder, and I was like, oh fuck, I don't remember this part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't would remember you, the tire flipping. No. Up. Would you have got it if you heard tie? Probably. I mean, yeah. like I think. I would have gotten to Lester if I could remember that was his character's name. Mm. <laughs> I could picture that more clearly. Yeah. Oh, moving on. Which of the making of these Kevin Smith's movies was Zach and Mary loosely based off? Uh, A, Chasing Amy. B, Clerks. C, Dogma. What was the making based off of? Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. So a part of um, Kevin Smith's own experience in making this movie was very mm-hmm. low budget and um, working with only his friends. And apparently similar to um, uh, uh, Delaney, he like took out like some insurance money to like help produce the movie as well. From like, Apparently his car oh. got got flooded. So he used that insurance money. Mm. Mm. Uh, Matt, what, I was maybe still guessing. Oh, clerks. Clerks. <laughs> clerks. <laughs> I also wrote down clerks. It is Clerks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was always going to switch. Yeah, apparently, yeah. They they also filmed in like a coffee shop. I haven't seen Clerks. I don't know. There is a coffee shop in Clerks, but it's mostly in like a like a um, like a corner shop. Mm. You know, like a. All right, Mabel's going to like this question. During the film, Zach mentions making a porn spoof of Star Trek. Funnily enough, co-star Katie Morgan actually starred in a porn spoof of Star Trek. The person who comes up with the closest or makes me laugh can have a point of what the actual title of the spawn oh, proof was. Oh my god. I can remember the title, but I can't remember the subtitle. Of uh, the real of the real life. Oh, the real life spoof. The real life spoof. Oh, okay. So we're just yeah. trying to uh okay. I'm not yeah, I'm not expecting someone to know it, but like just wait, yeah. so this is wait, wait, wait. So just to be clear, there was there was like a porn spoof of Star Trek in, in real, real life. life. Yep. And we're f- figuring out, we're trying to guess the title. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Stacy was in it. Yes. Well, the cool. actor who plays Stacy was in it. Mm-hmm. Have you got cool. something, Mabel? I've got something. Let's like, hear it. Let it rip. <laughs> I, I literally just wrote this down because I had to write something. Like, I haven't been able to think of anything. <laughs> it's fine, I wrote, Mabel. I okay. wrote down Star Trek The New Comeration. <laughs> okay. 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 You get a point, I laughed, so I don't know why, but you get a point. <laughs> I said Star Sex First Contact. Oh. Okay. Well, the actual title is Sex Trek Where No Man Has Come Before. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I feel like you both can have a point. Matt, the start of Matt's was pretty close. So there you right. go. I'll take yeah. your pity point. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, this was the first Kevin Smith movie since 1994 in which mainstream actor doesn't appear? No, I'm just trying to think of a name that I can write down that's even, like, possible. <laughs> just think of someone who was who was prominent then and is still prominent now. 
Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, since I can't think of it, I'm just going to write down the impossible answer because let's move this along. <laughs> okay. All right, Matt, what's the answer? I don't know if this is the answer. I, right, said, Chris, so. I said Chris Rock. Oh, oh yeah. He's in that's, Dogma. That's, a, that's a much better guess. Then. What did you, you have? have, a, you have... Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Was he even born in 1994? Yeah. I thought it was an impossible. Guess. No, it's Ben Affleck. Ah, he was one of my other options. Oh, I didn't realize okay. he'd been in multiple Kevin Smith movies. So oh, there you cool. Go. Yeah, I would never have gotten that. Because mm. him and Matt Damon are in Dogma. Highly yeah. recommend Dogma. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love Matt Damon. All right, moving on. All right, next question. The F word is said how many times during the film? Ooh, closest, closest to. to. Closest to. Mm. Oh, there was quite a lot. Mm. And it was also used as like a verb, like fucking was yep. in there a bit. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if I'm really going to like undershoot this or not. Yeah. I like, I don't know. It's not a Tarantino movie. It? So it's not like at the highest, I don't think. Okay, um, I've got my answer. Uh, Mabel, you seem confident. Let's hear it. No, well, I just get that. <laughs> my answer is 69. Oh, wow. That's funny. I said 100. <laughs> Oh, well, the answer is 299. So. Whoa, okay, more than I thought. <laughs> oh my God. How long is the movie? An hour 40? We should work out what yeah, the fuck's... Yeah, it's about fucks... hour 40. How fucks many fucks per second? second? Hold on, I'll do it. Yeah. 2.99 fucks per minute. That's that's a lot. Three fucks per minute for the yeah. whole movie. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. All right, last question. True or false? The mention of fleshlights was not product placement. However, fleshlight. Oh, I did have that thought. <laughs> yeah, right. However, fleshlight would go on to sponsor Kevin Smith's podcast network. Oh, there you yeah. go. Oh, true or false? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, yeah, is that included in the true or false? Like whether he sponsored the whether he was sponsored by them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. I remember when fleshlights were a thing. It was such a, like a mm. new product well yeah you had to explain what it was in the movie were there yeah. a lot of like male masturbator products before the fleshlight because now like there's heaps of them now, heaps but, them now. You know. i don't i they probably existed but i think it was the first one that achieved like mainstream success mm. yeah because i think after the fleshlight there was sex in a can and that mm. was really cool yeah <laughs> yeah well you could get like the different designs on the outside of the can like pepsi and, and coke was, or... But then, like, I don't know. Like, I don't have a penis, but, like... What, what brand would like... you have on your can? Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. It wasn't, Coca-Cola, like, obviously. Like... Yeah, Coca-Cola. What about, like, a Heinz Coca-Cola. Beans? Heinz <laughs> <laughs> Beans. Fanta. Very... Yeah. I think if I did have a penis, I would be, like... It would feel weird to, like, fuck a can. Because yeah. in my head, like, the rim of a can is a very dangerous place Sharp. to put mm-hmm. any body part. Sure. Hmm. The thing that I think people don't realize about flashlights is they're huge. Yeah. A full flashlight. They're not a normal flashlight size. No, they're they're enormous. And like if you had it on a shelf, people would immediately see it. It's not like it would fade into the background. They are so huge. But I love that. I don't know. Again, like you said, like flashlights were one of the toys that just, I don't know, always made like sex toys more mainstream. Like it just, Mm, like it it really, everyone just, especially male sex toys. Yeah. yeah, and so then it like started this whole thing of like, oh, 
you can you can shape it however you want and like the top design so then you're like oh i can choose whether i want it to be like a vulva or a butt or a mouth and you could like choose which Mm. yeah you could choose which like top you have or it's like my favorite porn stars what is a fun fact is that uh, one of my favorite drag queens got a a sells a fleshlight oh, yeah. brand fleshlight with her butthole which i think is hilarious like a drag queen like i need merch to sell to people why don't Genius. i make a fleshlight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh well you know how there's like clone a willy the sex mm. toy where you can like make a model dildo of yourself mm. um there's also like clone a pussy possibly by the same people um it's pretty shit actually but you can essentially like make a silicone mold of your vulva and like yeah i feel like that fleshlight just wouldn't look good <laughs> it i don't yeah i don't think it does also like because of the design it's essentially like you just have to like stick it on top of the existing flashlight function uh, and from what i've heard from reviews it like comes off a lot like it's not really attached and so you yeah. kind of just have like this extra vulva mold that just you, buy like, one of your on. favorite porn star <laughs> or buy one of the ones that don't look like any body orifice so it's less weird there's like there's a really cool site that does like um i mean a whole bunch of like pop culture ones but specifically they do a bunch of star wars sex toys and so you can get um you can get a masturbator that's like um Han Solo in Frozen in the yeah oh, that's so fucked up <laughs> that's funny he is frozen he can't consent to that it's true um, anyway, after this tangent uh the, it's yeah. true it's true by the way it was true I, I said yeah. I guess I true. said false I, said true. I, 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 I don't said... think true and false questions don't work because like I find a fun fact and then like. I put it in, and then if I want to make it false, I just have to change a little aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just not yeah. fun. Just to like, yeah. So, what was the final yeah. score? Uh, four three, something like that. Four two. Cool. All right. Well, that's the episode. We've yeah. talked about Zach and Mary watch make a porno, not watch a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine go that watch a movie. it. Imagine that as a movie. Go just watch it. Box. It's a. Uh, it's a. Oh, uh, you know, late 2000s R-rated comedy, so you know what you're in for before you get there. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't know what we're going to watch next, but we'll see you next time. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh.